Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. So I like can find this. Dolls, huge housekeeping news right off the bat. We have shows coming up in January Q1 2023 at Dynasty Typewriter. January 11th, 18th. It's a residency. It's a two-show Massive residency taking over the stage of Dynasty Typewriter at 7.30 each night. The east side will never be the same. I don't know if it's on the east side. I think it's like Echo Parky. I think it's a Hayworth. I think it's like Miracle Mile vibes. We'll know and we'll Google this. You can also just go to... The Miracle Mile will never be the same. You can also just go to 
either of our links in bios. You can go to the description of the podcast. It'll link you to tickets and you'll be able to find out what neighborhood it's in. Tickets are going fast. They're actually picking up. Yeah. So, like, so people are really realizing that 2023 is right around the corner. So it's going to get on out. it right now. Also, SUP has like soft launched a YouTube channel. Yeah. And it's it's like kind of our foray into like a new dimension of potting. Yeah. So we're posting videos every week. It's a little bit behind the audio posting schedule because I want people to listen to the audio first. Right. But you can go subscribe on YouTube and get full length videos of the pod. So I highly suggest you subscribe. It's like watching a live show. Yeah. Except except it's in my living room. It's just the two of us. And you're not there, but you're there in spirit. You get to see our reactions. You get to see what's really going on behind the scenes. Yeah, you get to see Tony and sometimes a little peak of mango. It's a good vibe. So even if you don't ever plan on watching it, just subscribe. Yeah, just subscribe. Because I'm trying to monetize this shit. Uh, there's amazing new merch in our sub store. If you get it now and get like express shipping, you can get it in time for Christmas. So if you haven't bought anyone a Christmas present yep. or you're just like scrooging this year. Stocking stuffer. Why not just get them everyone in your life? A cap. A cap or better yet, a, cum a shirt. drippy cum shirt that mm-hmm. says sexy, unique podcast across the sleeves. Truly, and the we are truly in a place of caps for sale. We've got lar cap car cap in the spirit of lydia tar mm-hmm. we have she's starting hats are finally back ready to go they're back they're on sale there's a lot of shit that's marked down it's the time to buy time is nigh yeah so get in on the action come see it. us in january and get ready to be there <sighs> guys christmas is upon us it's christmas week when we will this will be airing it'll be christmas week ish Will it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we'll be at the Laura's very... Face. I was like, I don't trust anything this gay says. No, it will be at the very start of Christmas week. Last. And by the end, by the Lord's Day, it will also be Christmas Day, which when I was a kid, I used to hate that shit. Me it too. Meant we had to go to church. Yeah. And then like school would be that Tuesday. You had school. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm thinking about New Year's. New Year's on like a Sunday was the worst thing in the world. New Year's Day. Oh, yeah, because then Hell. you... but You would have one day off after, Yeah, but it still was, like, not fun. Mm-hmm. That's just like any other day. It's like a Martin Luther King Day or yeah. President's Day. Yeah. You went at least Monday and Tuesday, and a start on Wednesday feels really safe, because mm-hmm. then you just only have, like, a three-day week. Um, Yeah. I was thinking about... When I was thinking... I heard last Christmas at CVS the other day, and I was thinking about um when we were doing that riff on that horrific movie that Amelia Clark was in last Christmas where she played like a, a basically like a was she like a wino uh I think she was like a alcoholic that was maybe unhoused <laughs> I remember having a little suitcase yeah and it was like she, she was did some of, suitcase comedy she was in a place of suitcase yeah I in a place was... of mini roller suitcase just walking around the streets which I think she was dying you know the vibe had she pickled her liver? I never watched it. I think she had like a, a tumor with a two U's. 
<laughs> the English you. I never. Yeah, I, I don't really. The thing <laughs> but they about were me, like, they just they really pushed it to her to be like, I. <laughs> yeah, I'm pissing in me tights. <laughs> they really did. It still didn't get us to watch. No. Um. Yeah, I don't really fuck with Christmas movies unless they're like the old classic. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so youth. many. My best friend Matt <laughs> said I'm watching a movie called last night called Christmas Perfection about. <laughs> A woman who wakes up every day and it's in Ireland, magically transforms Ireland and it's Christmas Day every day. Just in Ireland? Yeah, and I said, what what is Christmas what does Irish Christmas entail? And my Matt wrote potatoes. He wrote girl. They love potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> a potato in every stocking. A potato in every stocking bubbling on the fireplace. Guinness. Guinness. Pouring County out of the walls. Um, um yeah, I'm watching Something that's very un-Christmassy, which is the Rupert Murdoch and Murdoch oh, right. family. You said it's good. Series. Yeah, it's on HBO Max, but I guess it's like a CNN series. I don't really know, but what I'm... Is, what is it? Just like their history? And... Yeah, it's like the history of the family and the history of his business and all his business endeavors and like how he basically became king of the world billionaire. And the six and successions based off of that family. So it's right. all about how the backstabbing and the Well, it's just about like the kids who's gonna succeed him because he hasn't named a successor yet. And the kids are duking it out and he has two sons and a daughter. So it's like very How old how the fuck old is he? He's like eighty five or something. He's like old as shit. He's but still sh- shit sharp off as the attack. Um, kind of Is he self made? His dad owned a newspaper. Oh, okay. But it's so like in... a fi- it's like the family business. I think he grew up like privileged and a little bit of a nepo baby. Teeny bit, but mm-hmm. he really took it to the next level and his kids are like huge nepo babies, but they all actually are getting off their ass and working for the most part except for his son Lachlan who like fucked off to Australia for a long time and like raced sailboats. But so he's key, kind of like the Connor no, I think he's more like the Jeremy Strong character. Oh. The only one that's similar is Shiv. The other two don't really fit into like a succession box. But Haikia's sons are really hot. Yeah, I bet. Young Lachlan Murdoch. What a name. It's the hottest name. He's married to like an Australian model. The other son was a deadhead for a while like dropped out of harvard and went to go follow the grateful dead are they american or are they, U- they uk dole i want to say they're american okay like born in america can you imagine having wendy murdoch as your mom stepmom your stepmom sorry no i love she's also like best friends with ivanka trump it's really giving me wendy is yeah she like they like were besties. They would all hang out all the time, double date style with Rupert, Wendy, Jared, and Ivanka. Ivanka's really positioning herself like away from like she's really forging her own like she's going to be running at some point. Yeah. So. Well, it's good to have a guy like Rupert or the Murdochs on your side. Mm-hmm. But it's a fascinating glimpse. I'm horny for the Suns. Lachlan. I'm horny for business. Do they have kids? I think so. It hasn't gotten into their kids a lot. But they're like married, like long time married guys. I think both the guys and Elizabeth. I don't know if they're still, I don't know what their current status is. I know Lachlan's married to this Australian model named Sarah. Sarah O'Hare, I believe is her name. Sarah Snoke. 
because I Googled her a lot because I kept seeing like Sarah Murdoch yeah. on the red carpet at events. And I was like, who is this bitch? She's really chic. And I was like, <laughs> is this the daughter? And then it's all coming together. And I'm like, no, she married mm. in. So she gets to be like. Is the daughter chic? Yeah. Damn. They're, and the daughter's like a serious entrepreneur, like left the family after he said, after it was like clear to her that she would never be named successor and like he said some misogynistic shit about her like she has to figure out her kids and her like marriage and family life he still might leave it to her and then she went out she made this company shine media built it into like a fucking empire then sold it her dad his news corp i guess or his company bought it for 647 million they're dealing with they are billions it's i would love would love to be able to sell something to my dad and get paid nearly a billion dollars for it the only thing i could sell to my dad and it's past that time is like a beanie baby (laughs) (laughs) but this would have been like if i during peak beanie baby craze came to him with like a princess diana with an upside down (laughs) with an upside down tag Mm -hmm. and like a backwards heart and then was like negotiated heavy duty and then got him to buy it from me for like five thousand dollars billions mm-hmm. if i sourced spent decades sourcing the rarest beanie baby on earth and then brokered a deal only to be, be. made fighting tooth and nail to be the succession succession heir of his beanie baby fortune you and your siblings yeah that's what we have to fight over <laughs> <laughs> A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos 
and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life, an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have another TV re- 
recommendation. Yeah. Simon and I have become him more than me, but we're true devotees now to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, the making of the team. Mm-hmm. It was a reality show on MTV. I think it's still on, it's on country music television now, but it's been like on for 15 season... years. Wow. They're in, they must be in like season like 25. They're on season 18 now. Wow. But like they, I think they started in like 2007 and they're just, it's the tryouts and then the training camp for the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, which I knew they they were a big deal, but they're the most like revered cheer squad in the country. They are in the, the NFL. Blueprint. They are the blueprint. Um, I guess their outfit is in the Smithsonian. That tracks. Um, I remember the OKC girl growing up, and it was like all about the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Yeah, I had a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket when I was a kid, even though I didn't watch football. Yeah, but I would like hide in it because it was huge. Anyway. It's amazing. The The girls are all like so talented and they these women that the coaches and the director and the choreographer are like Kelly and Judy. They're true. They used they were also cheerleaders and they're like in their 50s now. They're iconic and so problematic. And it's amazing that the show lasted for has lasted for this long because it's beyond problematic. That, but that's the best kind of reality. I, it, no, it's it's like America's Next Top Model. It's that's how it feels. Yeah. Except they're like dancing and and then there's this. Thank God they're keeping hope alive over on CMG. You, you have to watch it. I'm going to. You will love it, especially you because of your your roots in that zone. But like it is, it's a shocking show. And the the girls are just they all say yes, ma'am, and they're. <laughs> They're all smiling. They're all so hungry. They're smiling through the pain. They all have like the teeniest, tiniest waist and like these eight pack abs and like big asses and huge tits. Like it's just like. And they're tan. And they're all so tan and they all have white, white teeth and just hair. And it's like. Is it all just like white ladies? There's no. I mean, there's like there are some women of color. It's mostly white. Mm -hmm. But like it's it definitely skews like towards. Did you start season one? No, we started in season eleven. Oh, me. Simon's back. Simon's like hopping right in. Simon can't stop. He's yeah, like because he's from Texas, so he's just feeling like, and he was just in Dallas for business, and he was like meeting for this like big thing he's doing there, and he was talking to these like very Tony people about the show, and they were all like, "We don't watch the show," and Simon was like, "You're lost." But it's it's a shunking show, okay. and there's this the most shunking element of all is Kitty Carroll, Kitty Carter. She's kind of the Janice Dickinson of the show. She's the, she's like a specialist choreography who works on showmanship and like solos and like has produced a lot of big dance choreographers like in her day. And she's this like kind of charred Texas broad who has red hair and looks like she smokes like two packs a day. And she's so mean and it's incredible. Yeah. Every show needs. The really Kitty mean Carter. one. Mm-hmm. And the girls, like, they fear her when she comes in. And it's just, I've never seen anything like it. You have to watch. Everyone, okay, I'm going to watch it. It's And people, and be warned, it's extremely triggering. I do not condone. <laughs> I can't condone anything that happens in the show no, I don't whatsoever. Think... But it is essential viewing. Yeah, that's the best kind of entertainment. And when they, reality style. And there are moments where they have to tell a girl, like, you're not as lean as you used to be. Mm-hmm. And to see her, her strength of taking the thing and being like, and not like, I would be, I would literally go, 
finish him if someone did that to me. <laughs> like I would literally go. Whoosh. But they're no, just they're like, yes, ma'am. professionals. How much money do you make as they a Dallas? They don't make a lot of money. No, you make, sh- you don't make, make shit. shit. They should be making six. They should be making as much as the football players. They're so they work so hard. And by the way, this is a lot of these girls. Imagine second. if they made like twenty million dollars each. No, I'm I'm not I'm being. They should make. They, they should, should make at least figures. make like six figures. Starting salary like eighty thousand. Oh, for sure. And this is a they lot. They make of, like thirty five thousand dollars a year. Less, I looked. No. Yeah. Still. If you some can make upwards of eighty, but most of them, I, I believe, make. I mean, Google it. This you is, must love cheerleading so well, so it's, much. It's a, it's a point of pride. I know, but like you're you have to like drive an uber like do postmates on the side no they all like there's do they one, all have side hustles yeah one girl is a fucking full-time nurse and no. doing this yes and doing how this, does she carve out time to also be a dallas cowboys she's exhausted <laughs> one girl is studying <laughs> one girl is studying for the bar one girl is studying for medical school like okay. literally these are like a lot of like successful like driven people that are like also doing Wait, are they trying out to be on it or they're already on it? No, they're trying out. They, they're they going through training camp and there can only be 36 girls. So they're going to, they're taking time off of their full-time job. No, they're, no, they're, they're doing their full-time job and doing this because they do it at night. But then if they get the job and they become a Dallas Cowboys they, cheerleader, they, they leave their job. No, they keep, they keep their jobs. It's just, this is a, they practice at night. That's the biggest grift I've ever i know it's a total grift they practice at night (laughs) i'm dying i'm dying of being like well the good news is you've won a spot a coveted (laughs) spot on the dallas cowboys cheerleader and you're like the bad news is we're gonna pay you six thousand dollars in increments of one thousand every month and you get to keep your job but we're gonna require you to work at least 80 hours a week okay and you're like yes not only are they they're working out so hard they're burning so many calories they're like exhausted all the time and then on top of that they have to do workouts on top of what they're doing do they have a trainer no they don't provide them even i don't think they provide them these or anything no i don't think so and there's (laughs) this is why are these women Stockholm syndrome? It's this crazy job? to me. Do they not know you can also just be hot like on Instagram no. or OnlyFans and make like so much more it's, money? It's like to them, it's like it's the end all be all. It's the end all be all. It's everything they've worked for in their lives. And these these girls, some of them, there's one there's one girl who's tried out five times, and she finally makes it. Ugh, good, just give it to her at that point. But then there's this other girl who. This is Handmaid's Tale. This is this, Aunt Lydia. There's this other woman who comes and she 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 tried out a few times and they basically are like, we don't like your vibes. And she goes, when they're they're letting <laughs> her down, they pull her into the office and they let her down and they go, we just don't think this is the right fit for you. And she goes, you want someone like me? And it's and it kind of reminds me of Hannah Pilk's moment She said, on the verge. what? You want someone like what? You want someone like me on the team? <laughs> it reminded me of Woman on the Verge. Yeah. And there, and then uh, Kelly, the head, she just looks at Judy and she goes, um, Judy, do you have anything to add? And Judy goes, I don't have anything to say. If your vibes are bad, they're bad. You're not going to make the team. she comes back the next year. I love that. Fighting for your fucking life. These women are... Fighting... These so are, hard for $32,000 a year. Less. In this economy? They're making... I looked on Google. Um, it's This is not... Like, this is all in public information. I'm sure I'm wrong in some way. But I'm pretty sure it's $26,000. No! <laughs> no! I think you can make upwards... No! 
I think if you're there long enough, you can make more through like sponsorship deals and stuff. But you got to Google. They're like, once you've given us seven years of indentured servitude, that is like. It's crazy, that's Laura. No long, that's not even enough money to live in a Look shack in America. It's basically. <laughs> like you could. Wait, you Google, can't even Google live it. like under a pile of rubble for $26,000 a year. No, I made more of that. I think being a busboy. <laughs> this is shonky. Okay, wait. It's it was really it was upsetting. <laughs> Am I right? No. <laughs> no. They make fifteen to twenty dollars an hour. No. That's bullshit. Or five hundred per match. Therefore their yearly salary comes out to about seventy five thousand. Giddy. Oh. Where did you look at this? I th- I I Googled salary for average salary for dallas cowboys it's not a full-time job that's crazy still if you're a contract employee that's not that much that's not like a salary that's like you have to like send an invoice (laughs) it's crazy someone tell these girls tell these women they're they're worth they should more. form their own they cheerleading union they should just form their own cheerleading squad and then say we're not going to work. We're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to be a part of this. And then they should get every woman who's like, I'm, but I'm dying to be exploited for like little, as little wages as possible. Hour. They go, no, girl, just join our cheerleading you might as troop well just do and we'll do like a show outside. We could like busk and make more money doing this collectively than like. Someone needs to fix this. They need to unionize. They need to protest, go on strike, and make make Kelly and Judy squirm. They need to be like full-time salaried employees with a yes. starting salary plus benefits, should, vision, full dental, full They should be making care. like 100K a year. Yeah, for the starting amount, out. For the amount of work. I'm talking, they work. That's nothing for the NFL to throw them a bone. Especially the Dallas Cowboys. They have so much money. They These girls, these... Ladies, they work so incredibly hard. They're it's no, they, and they're so talented. It's unbelievable how good they are. The average NFL cheerleader salary is a hundred fifty per game day, and about fifty to seventy five dollars for a public appearance. <laughs> God damn! We have to stop. We have to stop this. Cheerleaders this is not okay. Cheerleaders are out here suffering. I'm they're about to soak wood. They're low key. Like they are suffering. They are suffering. I'm about. <laughs> I'm about to silkwood for cheerleaders. I'm gonna be driven off the road. Cheerleaders are now looped into like when you're like fighting for like to raise minimum wages. Cheerleaders are included in that fight. Yeah, where is it? Where they don't want us to know that they are struggling. But girl, the writing's uh, on If the you wall. watch the show, you know they're suffering because Wait, they literally I feel like, like CMT has probably really good reality TV on there. Casey Musgraves comes on at one point and then they perform at a house party that Demi Lovato is performing at. And then after they're like, okay, send us your invoice for $50 for com- for being at this party. Demi's so weird with them too. She, her mom oh, was a Dallas Cowboys why cheerleader. Why would you have Demi of all people? Well, they, no, some, some rich Texas girl won a contest that she would come and sing at her party. Was she playing a practical joke on her? Like, was they, were they like, let's get Demi's No, goat. she was like, just... Demi's triggered. You can't have... And she, and you can't have like, Demi Lovato, she was like always uh, in a place of my body, come be around all these cheerleaders. She was like, wow, you guys look so amazing. And, and then one of them goes, 
Demi and we have a lot in common with her. We're all world class performers. It's true. There was one girl who was 18 who was a senior in high school. She was from South Jersey. Beautiful, like six foot, stunning, but like was truly being suspiriated and had to leave. They have to pay for some NFL cheerleaders have to pay for the audition themselves. Yeah. They're losing money, actually, because if you take in all the prep time, training, hair and makeup, like everything that it costs, they need to be making $250,000. I totally agree. There was this was like a big thing. I feel like in the last five years, there was like some explosive article or some kind of reckoning that happened about cheerleaders really briefly. And then everyone (laughs) forgot about it. But like, yeah, it was like a big reckoning for professional cheerleaders kind of like pulling back the curtain and being like, these people are completely exploited. They essentially are paying to be there and then told that they're like lucky to have been chosen. And then and then are routinely told that they're like too thick. If you're gonna do that, you owe it. Give me at 250K. least 250k. Exactly. Yeah. They're. We're gonna start the uprising. I'm sorry. This is Les Mis. This do is... you hear the, the people cheer cheering a song? It's unbelievable, but it's still a really good show. Justice for cheerleaders. Justice. You can for... support them by watching the show. Justice for DCC. I support them, and I even though she's problematic, I love Kitty Carroll. Kitty Carter. She's like she kind of reminds me of Abby Lee Miller. A true queen. <laughs> the queen of My Pittsburgh. mind has never been more blown <laughs> than when I like once just got so blazed and watched Dance Moms and it was like coming home. <laughs> I was like, how is this that? possible? You, you seen that famous meme where she's like the mom. <laughs> she's texting during a performance and the mom goes, if you're going to be here, act respectful. And then Abby goes, and she she's on her electric wheelchair and she just <laughs> backs up slowly out of the auditorium have you seen that and you, no. and you just hear beep, beep, <laughs> justice for j sweet dcc guys watch just the show though it's unbelievable i had some people messaging me like thank god you're watching wow 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 it's crazy anyway speaking of essential i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to Sexy, Sexy, unique, unique unionized cheerleaders. Jersey Shore, bitch. Whatever. Quite honest with you, I didn't take a single note. Well, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you're in luck, bitch, because I I got the notes. You jotted it down. Ooh, but... look, he went to work today. I went to work. I've really taken. I've really taken it to heart. Where does Carrie have to be? <laughs> with love and light. Today I have to be at a dinner. Yeah, but usually. But you have... Let's not. Okay. Let's no, not I'm get saying. Ahead of I'm ourselves. saying. I'm answering. I'm answering. I know, but you don't have to be there for, you don't even have to leave here for another hour and a half and we'll be long done by then. I I ask you and I go, can you come at this time? And you go, yeah, but I have to be at dinner at this time, which is like four hours later. You never know how long it could take, but it actually has never taken that long to record one (laughs) episode. You never know how long it could take. (laughs) Good take. 
You never know how long it would take. Hey, hey, I go, Caddy. With love and light, Katie. you better sit down. So we're in a post Angelina reality, but a new Angelina is rising up in her place. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true. It's so true. They need the listen. There always has to be one person. This, is a, this group in particular. I mean, this is true of any like group dynamic like this. But this group, they need someone to hate on, or someone always has to be acting like a fucking imbecile. And I was saddened to see I know, your boy, my boy, Mike really doing everything he could to push me away he's being possessed he's pazuzu in the like something is wrong with him. something was in that room and i think it jumped from angelina to him i he is possessed at i've never I, seen him like this at first i thought it was gonna be sam it well it's always kind of sam what well, so sam wakes up and you can tell sam's like oh shit now everyone's gonna be on to us again that I'm in this abusive relationship. She has like two nails missing. Yeah. And they're doing like a family dinner and she's sitting there. You can tell she's so uncomfortable and she's like my only ally who was the worst person in this house is left and now it's me against the world. <laughs> Ron, against... who knows? He could turn on her anytime. She's like, it's me against the music. Mike and Polly are cleaning. They t- they're they so... They take apart Angelina's shitty little like trundle bed and then... Mike says, look, it's she was so big, the bed broke. I was like... She literally isn't, though. She's petite. <laughs> she's she's like, a teeny, tiny little thing. She's a tiny thing. thing. She's a tiny little Staten Island gal. Like, I would island be more gal. offended... <laughs> she is an island gal. I would be more offended if it was like, she was fat, but she's not fat. So it's He's just repulsive. like him saying that is like... But He's she, saying that about himself. I know. And then Polly's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> you guys she, are such you're fucking... You're gay wads. You, you guys go, are gay. Yeah. They're um, like, no, we can have lots of girls in here. I was like, you're also 12 years old. We can have a lot of... I'm like, no, you want to make eye contact with each other. Yeah. You now have no one else that could be in the room. Not another woman to ruin it while you guys are both fucking your respective holes. They- <laughs> also, it stresses me out. That they just take the bed and throw it outside. like On the street? I was like, does production charge you for that? No. Nope. Um, no, they they can do whatever they want. You know what also is stressing me out? The carpet in the main oh, gathering oh, area. Well, wait, wait. Let me talk about it. Let me talk about it. Well, first, they don't even clean up Angelina. They just... they There's literally, like, black mold under her bed. <laughs> like a dust... Like, yeah. dust bunnies all across. And all they do is take some yellow, like, pine saw and like, just go... I'm like, that's such guy shit. For, like, clean dudes that yeah. complain about how dirty this girl is. Like, you guys live in filth. You just threw a bed. You just took a bed apart, ripped it apart, and threw it into your backyard. It's a house full of pig pens. You're white trash, quite frankly. So the boys, Mike and the boys, get lobster, and they bring it home to make a, a Sunday dinner to celebrate Angelina's departure. And Jen and Snooky's to pull a Lindsay Lohan and they steal one of the lobsters and put it in fresh water, which I think is deadly. And then they did it first. They did it first. They walked so Lindsay could drop her lobster in the ocean. How about me saving animals? <laughs> and then How about that? for once me saving an animal for once. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> and she walks away. <laughs> this is like a what common trope now. What do you think? And then Vinny and Paul come in. They're like, you're going to kill the fucking thing. Yeah, it's dead now. that you Also, also, Snooki, I'm like, you're a vet tech. 
Yeah, but she's not taking care of no lobsters. <laughs> I have to tell you, like, I have thresholds when it like seeing lobsters in tanks at like a seafood place or something. It mm-hmm. deeply upsets me. Really? Yeah, it, I it makes me. I love lobster. I'll eat it till the cows come home. Yeah, no pun intended on cows either. But I seeing them bunch together, all scrambling around just, all over each other. I mean, I know they're like lower, lower beings, mm-hmm. but it just. They're- cockroaches of the sea it devastates me a little lobsters are another huge grift that i buy and i mean i only eat a lobster i would eat lobster right now me too like but they're bottom feeders i know it's just i know that they're it's, like i know what you mean but there's I, something like just seeing them all together and they're just kind of like they're waiting to be plucked and they scream is that they, true i've never heard a lobster scream i think they do i heard that is and that, i believe is that a, it is that a wives tale <laughs> I, and I know cows are also, like, really stupid. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say cows scream, and I was about to start crying. They do scream. Tell me, Carrie, have the cows stopped screaming? The cow- I'm truly Clarice <laughs> with cows. I I eat. I'm not, like, I will eat. I can't not eat meat. Sorry to all, but I... I could, I I can't... could not kill an animal and then... No. I can't carve it up and eat it. Like when I go by that that slaughterhouse, I'm like near the grapevine. Have you ever been by there on the five? Yeah, it's that's like, one of the most horrific places in the United States. <laughs> one time I was driving with Simon near it, and we saw one of those cattle cars, and I and I said, "You think?" <laughs> I said, "You think they're just taking them, transferring them for their milk, right?" And Simon went, "Yeah." <laughs> I, like I get like I get like I'm getting kind of emotional right now. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to know. And I know they're really dumb. And like apparently they they're for- not though. They respond to their names. I've seen TikToks of it. I've seen like rescue sanctuaries of farm animals, and they go roll call time, and they go like Timmy, and then a cow turns around and comes. It's so sad. It's fucked up. That I mean, I do them. love. I but do- I mean, I beef today. I think there was a cow that got loose in Philly a few years ago, and like, and then they and then. It put up such a fight that they were like, you're going to go to a sanctuary. That's how you have to be in this world. You have to raise hell. Like P22, who I have some sad news. What's happened? I think they're going to euthanize him. Yeah. I think after that video I saw that we talked about on the previous episodes, I was like, he's sick. He's really sick. It's sad. Well, yeah, it's deeply sad. It's a hot classic Hollywood tale. I was hoping that they would put him in like a sanctuary. But I think he's. I think that sanctuary is called heaven. (laughs) (laughs) He'll find sanctuary in death, in the sweet release of death. What if you found out that the whole P twenty two mountain lion saga was just marketing for Babylon out December twenty third? You should see it. What if they were like, "There's a whole thing." Guys, everyone see Babylon. My brother in law's in it. It's gonna be really good. Have you seen it? Not yet. Okay. spoke with a knowing stare i can't wait i'm gonna see it yeah i'll be home i think it's i he told me it's really good i believe it i believe that um battle for your life babylon Babylon. that's gossip but they're like p22 hollywood dream gone awry i just saw something really scary what what if p22 was a man in a costume (laughs) that was sick like a sick man that was like in a cat costume that like killed that was a just mountain like, lion and then wore his skin like no of the land. just like pretending to be a cat how scary but in like it? a yeah like, like a, wearing it like a very realistic yeah, mountain yeah, yeah. lion yeah pelt uh-huh with the hat that'd be pretty cool 
would be really scary. Yeah, but I don't think it is because I've seen it so much videos. I've seen videos. My friends have taken a P22. I'm just saying I'm going to have to bust up that thought. I know. I'm just I'm just thinking about it. Like one time my friend Lily, who's one of the funniest people I know, said that the scariest thing she can imagine is a, <laughs> is a pig with a human face. Yeah. Like not like a huge, but just like it's like a pig, but just has human features. Yeah, that's terrifying. Like that little movie oh! of the sheep boy. Would, lamb. Lamb would not have been cute. If you're going to be an animal be human hybrid, you need to have the face of the animal. You can have a human arm and maybe a human leg. No, but not a. But you cannot have a human face on an animal's body. That's Satan. Anyway, so the boys' jacuzzi. As Vicky would say, that's Satan. That's Satan. And Satan. Sam, Sam goes, can I come out with you guys? And they're like, they don't say anything. I'm like, Sam. Sam sucks so much. I know, she, she really just is a flop. sucks. Her energy. Why can't I go with you? She's like, well, I guess I'll just wait. Then she, all she does is wait around for her boyfriend. And then they just lay together. Jenny looks out and she goes, that's very homosexual. And I was like, she's right. She's right. This is just the beginning of their homosexual mm-hmm. flirtations. This is um, all foreplay. Snooki arranges for Sam and Jen to sit on the most dirty carpet I've ever seen. The rug that they have in that room is needs to be burned. It's disgusting. I'm it like, would serve them better if there was just no rug in there. No, it's like truly... It's like moldy. It's apocalyptic. I'm also like, you bring people home that you want to fuck, and they see this. I'm surprised that MTV doesn't have like a cleaning service come and routinely clean the house. Yeah, or just give them a vacuum. It's pretty nasty. I mean, they they live in they squalor, live in filth. But the smell of this house, uh, I can't. It it even it looks dirtier than even the Jersey house. It looks dirtier than I would even say like Tom and Ariana's apartment on Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> That the, first, the lowest of the low that Kristen lived in. That Kristen lived in. Like I would rather live in that apartment than live in the Jersey Shore Me house. Too. So Sam's sitting there with Snooky. She's sitting up like this, and she's what's that thing called? Tetra, where you pluck your eyebrows, your eyelashes out. I think she's putting on. Well, they no, all. She's. she's <laughs> I, I love she... this part because this was like girls being girls, <laughs> sitting and having like awkward talks. And, like, she and Snooki are just, like, both sitting, like, kind of flipping their hair every once in a while. And, like, and then Jen she's, sits like, down. and then Jen sits down and Sam won't even acknowledge her. And there's literally, like, minutes of awkward silence. And they're all just, like. Is that gals being gals? That's, I was, like, this is the most girlinas thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Where you just sit and you, like, have, like. You got like an eyelash in your eye, but you can't get it out, and you're just not wanting to talk to Sam, anyone. So you're just kind of like Sam's plucking her eye, her eyelashes out, and Jen is like, "Sam, I'm sorry. I never do this. It's really rare for me to shove my feelings down, swallow my pride, and say I'm sorry. But I'm sorry." She is. She doesn't even look at her and goes, "Thank you very much." <laughs> I'm like, oh, so he's like, great. So we'll have some fun now. And then Jen goes, I would have, Sam's the kind of girl I would have beaten up in high school. She was prissy bitch. I was like, I would kill for a scripted series of Wow in high school. In Long Island. Jersey High. 
Long Island High. Long Island High. But I but let's like adapt it and make it in Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. High school in Jersey. High Jersey High. <laughs> high school in Jersey. Jan, I've never heard of George Class. <laughs> sure, Jan. Oh, Jan. You don't have any friends. <laughs> so they like kind of make up. They're like, Vinny. great, we'll go. I love Sam. She goes, Well, I do need to get my nails done, so yeah, let's go. She goes, I'm not going to go get my nails done with that girl. Ron comes home and they just lay up in the smush room. And she just like, you can tell they're in the phase where he's regretting that he tried to make things work with her. Because now all she wants to talk about is her female troubles. And like, she's like. And lay. And lay. And just be like, yeah, like that girl, like I'll never respect her. She'll never respect me. Like that girl and I are not going to be friends. And Ron's like fuging he just wants to be out like he just wants to pound puss yeah yeah i just wrote sam needs lexapro she needs so many things Vinny the next day is continuing to get trolled by ramona which i was like this is karma this is this is retribution i'm also obsessed with the way everyone needs to take a little page out of the ramona handbook because don't answer don't answer the calls say you will meet up with them and you'll be there in 30 minutes and then let two hours go by and, and then, then show, show up, up. Like yeah. you're trick-or-treating and be like okay i'm ready she looks like boardwalk emrata she is boardwalk she's romanian emrata mm-hmm. what if she was emrata and we realized this is the first time emrata came on the scene tried her hand at reality didn't work out so she went back into the lab and then <laughs> they, <laughs> came they gave back her more... out with blurred lines uh-huh they go to the beach. She's, like, very tall. She's also, like, a very Paris Hilton-style energy. She's a little Tinkerbell dog. I love a little tiny Yorkie just, like, showing up to a day date and being like, I guess I'll give you a shot. Getting him... He also calls two other women while he's waiting around for her, gets them to say they'll come over, then she shows up, then he Cancels calls those women back, and he's like, you're gonna hate me, but, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, the power this woman has over him... It's great, though. It's amazing. She's from Romania. He's like, wow. He goes, Ramona's the most interesting girl I've ever met. Because she's from another country. She speaks three languages. That is pretty cool. That is cool. She said Romania looks like a fish. He's like, where is that exactly? And she's like, Middle Eastern Europe. It's like over that way. Fuck off. I like this is a woman who knows who she is. Yeah. And she's modeling. I mean, I'm sure that she's I hope and pray that she found like a sugar daddy, just like a rich husband. I'm sure she did. Or that she made a lot of money doing her dancing and modeling. Yeah, I think so. I pray she didn't become a cheerleader. I don't think she has that energy. Snooky's best friend Ryder, who's truly like chaotic good. Ryder's a great, a great girl. It's they're like astral sisters, mm-hmm. and they're like potentially in love with each other a little. But it's like that. It reminds me of that platonic, I think, song Just it, Seven it, by Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're please picture me in the train in the film of seven. They have like a loaded. They just have an intense best friendship. It's like the movie Thirteen. Mm-hmm. 
They're just wild together. But it seems more like it seems less dark than that. No, no, no. I just mean in terms of like like they have their own little language they speak to each other. No, and I I relate to like my bet Matt and I have that we like do like kick lines together sometimes in public. Mm-hmm. It's just that that best it's friend the way thing. of relating the childhood best friend. Right. But you and I, I don't mean like dysfunctional. I just mean like wild, like bad girls. But like, imagine being 22 or 23 and your best friend getting on a hit reality and like MTV show and they're like, come visit me, bitch. And you get to go down there and you just have a camera crew following you around while you just get shit faced and like be silly and like dance at a bar. That's the dream. Ryder, she calls Ryder because Ryder's coming down from new york the next day and she's blackout and snooki's <laughs> like you have to stop drinking because you're gonna miss your flight if you're hungover and then she's, are you drinking and she's yeah she goes, you're not supposed to be drinking your fucking idiot and then she goes jenny can you tell her what to do because i can't and then jenny goes hey baby she goes <laughs> you need to be at jfk airport no later than 7 30 and I was like, Jenny needs to be a travel agent. Jenny, She's I would an accountability respect her, code. yeah, telling me what to do. Like, She's... that raspy, motherly voice. She's no nonsense. I believe that that's the reason that Ryder even made her flight, is because JWoww intervened, told her a thing or two. Anyway, Snooki gets really upset. She starts crying. because She's like, I just, I just want Ryder to come. And she's worried that she's going to be too fucked up and miss her flight. Which is a real... Yeah. When you're that age... I was reminiscing of all the flights I missed in my 20s. Mm-hmm. It was a rarity for me to make a flight. And then the next day, Ryder ends up showing up at Snooki's door. So it's all's well that ends well. Snooki goes, meh. Ryder's like, Bruh. don't cry. You're going to make me cry. They're doing like ballroom emceeing. They're like, I know. I was like, then they, they immediately go out. Snooki takes her to the place where she and Ron get shit-faced in family reunion, yeah. the 5 a.m. spot. Or was that? Yeah, that was No, I think reunion. that was Senior Frogs. No, they went to this place because they had oh, those same oh, oh. drinks. Then was... then they went to Senior Frogs after that. Senior. Senior Frogs. <laughs> they get like those like margarita. With like two Coronas. upside down beers. Oof. That's a hangover. I've had those before. I think I've had them once in before Miami. too. I can't. They're um, also, did you notice the proportions of the tables they were sitting at? They were huge. Why were they so big? I don't know. They looked like... It was vast. It was like Benihana. It was so weird. <laughs> the tables were like oversized and the chairs were oversized and they looked like tiny in comparison. They literally just rage all day. They're smoking inside. The energy you have to do that. But it's also like that's best friendship. You Where you're just, like, we're you just fuel each go. other. They're drinking Long Island iced tea. Yeah, that I was like, one of those I'd be on the floor for 24 hours. It's horrible. It would take me the fuck out. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. They go out that night, the whole crew, Ryder and Snooki, rally and make it out. And then Mike goes, there was a prophecy that one day a pimp of all pimps would emerge. And you just see him and he's basically me tooing girls left and right. Yeah, he's like... He's being really creepy. Being too aggressive, grabbing girls, lifting them up, like making them straddle him. He's like, lifts one girl up against the wall and she's like, I'm begging you, please stop. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was, what's gotten into him? I think it's Coke. I think it's Coke or I think it's a mix of whatever he's taking in the gym and either Coke or Adderall. Like it's taking a turn, then mixed with booze, you're yeah. too brazen. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad to see. I don't like it when he acts like this. And I think he's realizing like Vinny has Ramona, Polly has Rocio, mm-hmm. and Ron has Sam. And he's like, he's all alone in the He's world. all alone and he's also a sex addict. Yeah. He if he doesn't get sex, he literally malfunctions. Oof. It's really he needs slaw. He needs a lot of things. I'm so glad that he came out of the other side because I forgot about this kind of behavior. Me too. When Mike can't get a girl at the club, his game is just off. He's creeping everyone out. It's like not cute. He forces the whole house to leave, which I I, I remember he does this. Why does he have to do that? Because he can't be alone with himself. That's so... That's what it is. And he wants to control everything. It's addict behavior. Yeah. I hate that. He wants complete control over everyone. And he wants everyone, if if he can't get anything and no one... He's basically just like, if I can't find anyone, like we all have to leave. Yeah. And we all have to go whenever I want to go. And I he has, like, hate that kind of behavior. And he has like such urgency. It's really... It's freaky. And I've known people like this. I was never like that as an addict, which I'm grateful for. No, I, was, I love to leave by myself and go same. home alone. Yeah, me too. Or was or with someone. Yeah, but when someone's like, "We're going now," that's just so unhinged and so controlling. It's beyond belief. No, it's the worst. Get your shit together. And he targets Snooky because she's the smallest, and he like picks her up without her consent, consent. and like tries to like throw her over his shoulder and carry her out and she rightfully flips out at him she goes she goes don't fucking do that because she's also hanging out with a very hot guy i know who's given her his little fedora and they are vibing they're They're sitting on the banquet like just like vibing to music having the time of her goddamn life i was like go off and then sitch fucking roid rage comes up and like is bossing her around which is a horrible thing to do in front of a guy and he would freak out if a girl did that to him. Yeah, and Snooki's not. She's not having this it. This is really the beginning. She's the queen of boundaries. She is, but this is the beginning of Mike's. He becomes the pariah of the house. Yeah. Does for he like, ever get it back? It's for a few seasons. M- honestly, until he got sober. Damn, it switched so quickly. It, he went from, he's like, truly becomes the villain. He. Sh- it was Angel- and- <laughs> Angelina... A new supreme rose up in it's her place. true. The prophecy was that someone would rise up, but it wasn't the what he was expecting. It was a flop. Angelina leaving was actually the worst thing that could have yeah. ever happened to him. Because it, when you have someone that's like so reviled by the, the group, 
it takes any of the pressure off of you. Like you can still be a jerk, but you're never going to be as bad as this person's bad energy, which is just a constantly eclipsing everything else. So when, so when it's like the rug is pulled up and everyone can see you for who you are and he's right now, he's not at his best and everyone's darked out by him. I was just like hoping, and I know it's in the Italy season, but I was ready for the moment where Snooki just walks by him and calls him the F slur. She goes, faggot. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. She can say it. It's the best. It's truly the best Snooki moment. Snooki can say faggot. And best use of that yeah. word to another individual I've ever seen. She's in the mirror putting her foundation on and she goes, he walks by. F slur. Um, I love it. We need to start calling straight men faggots. Yeah, it's time. I think that might be the way to get back to get it back is just everyone start calling. Well, all these like people that are all these men that are showing up to like drag shows and stuff to like with guns. They should just be called. That's faggot behavior. It is. (laughs) They should be. Those people should not only be like the lottery. Like we should, we should be able to stone people that show up to drag shows with guns. Well, and we should also call them f slurs. In Florida, don't they have stand your ground law? I don't know. They, I think they do. Drag queens, we need to arm. We drag need queens. to arm drag queens. There are, there are some Where's of our. Where's Ken when you need them to funnel some weapons over to Florida? <laughs> drag queens are truly like some of our most precious resources of like culture in this nation. Let Divine be the blueprint of her with the gun. And that needs to be every drag queen. I In states that it's stand your ground law. Bring a gun yeah, or a sword. Yeah, concealed o- or open carry. Let's Don't let- do this. I bet, I'll bet. i bet you if you armed drag queens and they're let the them toughest, have... They're the toughest broads around. No, but I'm just saying also if you want gun control, yeah. let's get all the drag queens firearms license for open carry or concealed carry have them armed and ready to go at all times and i'll bet you within a matter of months like super nra like gun control we'll be people afraid. would be like we've got to do something about these guns i think you need to arm actually like every lgbtqia person should be know how to should defend themselves arm themselves boldly and courageously chelsea manning i'm gonna get like a full-blown i'm gonna get one of those things that's like where you wear bullets like across your like rambo like rambo yeah and i'm gonna get a fucking machine gun just like and i'm gonna be like what queer woman i love it out here watch out i don't i mean elite not illegal what do you want but anyway i think that that could be if we got really sassy about open carry and just trolled carrying yeah truly carrying that is carrying also you could just put like i would never like load the gun no but like anytime i see a gun i'm afraid i'm just gonna shoot it and shoot someone but truly let divine be our divine also you can always pretend the gun's loaded and then just pretend to be like walk into starbucks with the like two mag full magazines on you rambo I also, style i also just watched we watched a clip of female trouble where she's running on christmas day running to the f- no one has ever been as funny as divine no when she flips out and throws the christmas tree down and stomps on it and screams at everyone for not giving her her cha-cha heels i it's i cry she's 
But I think I've really cracked the code on guns. Just saying, let's like guns let's talk about machetes. it. Let's keep, the, let's keep the conversation going. These, but yeah, these guys that are showing up to protest. Time to give the drag queens f words. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've cracked the code on homophobia and gun control. What you heard can't, it here. Honestly, what can't we do on I don't this know. podcast? We're we're brilliant. Snooky. The next morning, the girls are going to get their nails done, or the, no, they're going out for drinks with. Jen, Snooky, and Ryder are going out, and they and Snooky's like, "Sam, come with us." And she's like, "Oh, I don't know if I should." The guys are going to GTL, but like, I'm supposed to go like work out with Ron. I don't know if I should. Should I go or like what? I don't know. And Sam's like, or Snooky's like, "Okay, well, like, come if you want." She was, "What? You just stay here and wait for Ron?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess so." I'm not gonna come, cause like, what? It's gonna be like. Snooky and Ryder, and then it's like me and that girl. Like I can't be with that girl. I'm obsessed with JWoww walking into Snooky's room and going, "We gotta get to EXO. They have fucking crazy Miami vices." Like she was ready to fucking rock. I was like, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> and then it turns out a Miami Vice is a drink, like a cocktail that they serve. But I was like, "She's speaking in tongues." She is. <laughs> Snooky and Ryder are literally speaking like telepathy this was jay wow no but like later when they're just oh going, yeah they, they go Brap. at one point so flop sammy just sits on a beanbag chair and gabs on the phone until her man comes home sad. and then she's like and then she's going to run should i have gone with them should i have gone and he's like i don't know you're in a grown woman ron's staring off into space like jesus take the wheel he's like repulsive to me in every every he's way so possible sick. but there's moments where what things that he says, I'm like, he has strange clarity in this moment. It is moments of like He's like, I don't know, Sam, you're an adult. You have to think of these things on your own. I'm like Your it's like your jaws on the floor that he was able to like put that up. sentence together. His CTE was not was low enough in that moment <laughs> that he could articulate like a lucid, non problematic thought. He wasn't like experiencing debilitating daylight terrors encephalitis yeah inflammation in his fucking skull <laughs> calm down for long enough for him to put a cohesive sentence together and, and like a, a sensible advice <laughs> yeah and then it's gonna go right back into <laughs> roid rage Snooky and Ryder at one point run out to get like supplies for drinks they and, try and make a cocktail and they run out and there's this beautiful moment where it's like an overhead shot that looks like it's like it's like Cinema Verde or something. It's like a <laughs> Cassavetes movie. They see Sitch and Polly on the street. Yeah. It's very like lost in translation. I was like, what's going to happen? And Snooky's like, hi. And Mike's like, hey, baby, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about last night. You know, I was just pretty lit. And Snooky's like, yeah, it's okay. She's like, we can have a conversation about it, like, later. She goes, it's not just an apology thing. It's This is a, this is a conversation. He goes, it's all good, baby. It's all good. And, like, kisses her on the cheek. I was like, who is this man all of a sudden? It's Coke. It's speed. He turned into, like, a fully different person. That's what happens when you're doing a lot of speed. I hate speed. Yeah. So he says that last night was the worst night of her life. <laughs> she said he ruined, he ruined the whole night. I love that. That, that was the worst. Jenny, I was I was thinking Jenny, I think she's accepts it and is okay with it, but she's definitely like she must feel like the third wheel when Ryder's in town. But Jenny is also oddly like very independent. She is. Like I feel like she'll go home alone before everyone else and like be in bed. Yeah. 
She's cool. She's fucking rad. I think she likes having Ryder there and is like tickled by yeah. it. She wants Snooki to be happy. She's just like a really good friend. Mm-hmm. They go to the club and Ramona comes and Mike tries to snatch Ramona when Vinny goes to the bathroom. I'm like, you want to fuck Vinny. Yeah. Or it's that it's that uh, mimetic that they talk about on it's White Lotus. It's the White Lotus thing. Where you, you just, have to fuck whoever this person fucks so that you feel like better about yourself. And to her credit, she kind of, she's like, no. Yeah. And she kind of like makes fun of him a little. Mm-hmm. Because what do you also, what do you do in that situation? It's so awkward. It's really weird. When like. You're here with a guy. Yeah. And everyone knows that. It's like not a secret. It's not you just met that night and then this other guy is like being very physical like trying to lean up in you and like hands on your hips and stuff it's just like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah he's making he's putting her in like physical and men like just a very awkward uncomfortable position she immediately tells Vinny. yeah but i think she also she's no like spring chicken no no like no. i feel like if you're a, a bottle service like dancer she you're used to, to navigating these types of situations and making sure everyone's feeling like good she like pretend boxes with him but it sucks to have to be in that kind of situation yeah it's not like she shouldn't have to do that no ramona um ramon mike is just sitting there fuging because it's like that meme of Ramona Singer being like, <laughs> so JWoww goes, look at him just staring off into the distance. Look at him staring right at Vinny. And Paul looks over at him and he goes, oh my God. And everyone's just like, what's wrong with this man? It's depression. It's it's anhedonia. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good word. The, when I learned about anhedonia, it shook me to my core. It's a good name of like a band, a book or something. Yeah, a, a collection of short stories. Mm-hmm. I remember in boarding school, the guy that was in charge of everyone like being in, sober in boarding in school. boarding school, Dave B, who was a hulking massive a man. Talk about roid rage. He was literally like he was built like a minion. Like his legs were like smaller and muscular and then he he was built like Gru or whoever the like king of the minions is Gru Gru and he was filled with rage and he would host all the AA meetings at school and like if you were an AA at Cascade it meant that you could also watch like they'd have like movie screenings every once in a while like really intense like druggy movies so i was like this is basically a film club because they'd let you watch requiem for a dream and i just wanted to see some cinema but dave gave a long speech about anhedonia one day and like explained it and i literally was like i never want to experience that it shook you it shook me i never forgot it radicalized you it really did yeah mike's going through that he's he just doesn't want anyone, like, he doesn't feel joy. He's joyless, and he doesn't want anyone else to have that. I think that's really what it is. Yeah, but it's also, like... It's petulance. It's in the... When people don't, like, realize they're doing that... Like, when I act like a nightmare, I would say 99% of the time I'm very aware of it. And it, I may not like that I'm doing it or feel like I can't 
I just can't help myself. But I know what I'm doing. He's not self-aware. No, there's no self-awareness. And he can't get anyone. Like, he can't find a girl. So he goes over to Snooki and starts kissing her. And she's like, get away from me. Yeah, that's disgusting. And she's like, when Mike can't find anyone, he, like, tries to... He knows, like, he. I'm his, like, backup option. I don't like that. No, and that's not going to make any person feel good also it's so transparent it's like i mean i've been that person and it sucks the but, backup option yeah. <laughs> you're like me but no but it's like it's like a it's you know it's happening and you're like no yeah and then he slaps snooki on the mouth yeah he's like let's go let's go and trying to get her attention and slaps her on the mouth and i'm just like this person this is out of control this is when he needs a jwow beat down this is when he, he should he should have gone to rehab like in this moment this is a rock bottom yeah but he needs he also i think like if Wow, i feel like in season one between then and now this moment in the show like getting just the shit kicked out of him by jenny really like put him back on track and on good behavior for a while and i think if no one beats the shit out of him like it truly is the only way to keep him in line you know but the the slap it was like a light like but it was a it, it was, was a disrespectful it was degrading yeah it was gross and it was violent yeah like, that's violence and <laughs> that's violence dull it is violence yeah it's and not she, not violent and she was just like you don't do that to people no and she's she's a really good friend to him yeah she's like, a friend to all yeah he's a but this is where i would have said jay wow i need you now gloves off White knuckle. Bare, she tries to get... <laughs> bloody yeah. knuckles. He tries to get everyone to leave, and Jenny's like, no. She's like, then go. Like, no, I'm staying. And then all the girls go to the bathroom, and <laughs> Jenny's like, he's a fucking asshole! And they just, like, talk a lot of shit about him. And, like, I love it. Also, it's very girls to me when, like, you're all three drunk and, like, screaming in the bathroom in the bathroom like about so they're like blowing off steam together yeah and you can tell Ryder is like a little bit shy in that moment she doesn't know as well as the other girls do but it's very much like the most bonding moment where you're just like shit talk like scream shit talking about someone else yeah. together you're at like a dinner and you have like a cig you're like getting ready to go smoke a cig and you're yeah. just like what the fuck the hand the hand you have a cocktail and a cig Snooki's always like this with an unlit cigarette the sloshing. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's really bad. It's going to get worse. Oh, I don't like that. We have like two episodes left, I think. It's taking a dark turn. It gets even darker in Italy. And then even darker when they go to uh, back to Jersey. You know, I only remembered the good times. I never remembered the bad. Because like, there's one season where he's sober. He tries to be sober and it's he's yeah. still like very unwell. I think this is why I kind of fell off of Jersey Shore is because... Mike gets dark. It's not that fun after a while, and it's actually, like, really sad. Italy, this we is should... intervention. We should recap Italy. Italia, we have to. But then, I think... Cap- Siamo tutti gay. That's sort of a peak. Yeah. And then it, you can't... And then, and then we also get Dina. Or no, no, she doesn't come in yet. She doesn't come in until they go back... Don't they yeah, go back they go to back Miami? To the, no, they go back to Jersey. Seaside. And that's when Dina I comes think so, in. Yeah, I crave her, Senora Tutti. I crave the meatball. 
Do you know these gays? Do you know these gays? Also, Sam and Ron dancing together in the club. I was Sam dances like how you dance in your videos sometimes. She's like, yeah. Oh, because of my video I did yesterday. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But I've seen you do this like dance that it's the It's what Sam. It's how Sam is dancing with Ron. Jersey. Yeah. Um, guys. That's about it. That's all. That's all she wrote. Holidays upon us. I hope everyone's keeping merry and light. Yeah, they're we're having more episodes this week. We're potting through the holidays. We're is potting the plan. Bonus episodes on the Patreon come out every Wednesday. There's also a video bonus episode every Wednesday. Get into it. And then, pending the schedule of Roll Sick, if they're if it's on, we're we're podding. We're podding. So check that soon. Love and light. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith Sabadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. <laughs>